my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful for the, from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God. You who are God my Saviour and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart you, God, will not despise. May it please you to prosper Zion and build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in the sacrifices of the righteous, in burnt offerings offered whole. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. What a wonderful psalm. <laughs> this is the word of the Lord. Be to God. So what's going on with King David? He's gone too far. He slept with another man's wife, made her pregnant, and then orchestrated her husband's death so that no one would find out. Not kingly behavior. Not a course of action that is excusable in any way, ever. He's been lustful, deceitful, greedy, cowardly, untruthful, manipulative, murderous. Could it actually get any worse? It's unforgivable, surely. David is wallowing in guilt. He knows his God will judge his actions. He feels filthy, sinful, even from being a baby in his mother's womb. And he's in so much agony of spirit that his bones feel crushed. And he's afraid that what he has done will mean that God turns his face away from him and takes the Holy Spirit away from him and leaves him on his own. And he cannot face that. So this is where we find him pleading for mercy from God, broken and convicted of sin, revolted with himself and feeling very, very small. Where can King David go from here? Surely it's the end of the road for this king. And then there is this line, purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean, he says. What does he mean? What is hyssop exactly? Well, hyssop is a common herb from the region. It's bitter in taste and was used as medicine, as an antiseptic, an anti-inflammatory and an antibacterial and in cleaning and cooking. 
So it's a healing herb. Hyssop is mentioned many times in the Bible. Why not look it up later for yourselves in Numbers and also in Leviticus? But we're looking at Exodus 12 now. We're in Egypt during the plagues sent by God upon Pharaoh. Before the final plague, the Lord commands the Israelites to dip a bunch of hyssop into the blood of the sacrificed Passover lamb and to paint this blood around their front door before roasting and eating the lamb's flesh. This was to be a sign that this household belonged to the Lord, so they will be saved from destruction as God teaches Pharaoh a terrible lesson. The blood of the lamb saves those under it and they remain untouched by his wrath. So hyssop is closely associated here with the blood of the sacrificial lamb. It is bitter because that Passover night was a terrible, terrible night. But it is also healing and restores the bitter sacrifice, bringing salvation to those who belong to the Lord. Those under the blood had life. Now, We'll fast forward to John's Gospel hundreds of years later. Jesus is hanging on the cross. Here is the sacrificial lamb whose blood is given to cleanse and restore. Do you remember where hyssop comes in? A stalk of the hyssop bush was used to lift a vinegar-soaked sponge up to Jesus' parched lips so he could drink. Hyssop, the bitter healing and restoring herb is at the cross just before Jesus dies. Could this be a reminder of the first Passover lamb's blood? In Psalm 51, David is asking to be cleansed or purged with hyssop so his sins will be washed away. He is asking the Lord to brush him with the blood of the sacrificial lamb of the Passover, foreshadowing the blood of Christ that would be given for him. David knows the power of this blood. David seems to know the true sacrificial lamb, the Lord God himself, the second person of the Trinity, will give his blood, pay the bitter bloody cost of death on a cross. King David longs for clearing out of his past deeds. Do we not long for this ourselves? So who here tonight has plotted the death of our mistress's husband? Hopefully not many of us. <laughs> but in our heart of hearts, dare we admit we share in David's sins? Lust, greed, deceitfulness, cowardliness, speaking untruths, being manipulative, even murderous thoughts? Well, maybe... Maybe some of this does ring true. Not one of us is, guilt, is guiltless. The Bible's very clear about that. And yet here is David, guilty as anything, humbly kneeling before his God, acknowledging his sin, asking for cleansing with hyssop soaked in the blood of the sacrificial lamb. He wants and needs to be made right with God once again. Do we really know with Jesus we can start again? Do we really know we can be made whiter than snow? We can be full of joy and gladness. We can have a pure heart once more. 
we can have steadfast spirits. We can be full of God's Holy Spirit. And we just need to ask for forgiveness and life. Do we live our lives in this truth? At the cross we find forgiveness, as did King David. All is not lost. David is cleansed with the hyssop branch, dipped in the blood of Jesus, just like we can be. Will Jesus do this for us today and every day? Could we pray this psalm as our own prayer this week? Amen.